When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Hey, it's D Flowers, man, the natural, and I just jumped out the porch with Dirty Girl Best. Yeah, it will. Gang! Pull up by that pressure, put you on the stretch, I'm back on that issue. Right. As soon as I see her, they might need some tissue. Alright, so we got D Flowers off the porch with us today. Naturally, naturally, what's up, baby? Man, how you feeling today, bro? Man, I'm glorious. Can't complete man. No more for the A and join the light. Yeah, man. Appreciate you coming by today, bro. You as well, brother, man. Yeah, man. What man. else have you been working on here in Atlanta? I know you've been out here for a minute, man. Vibing on me. I've been out here for like a week now. You okay. say that's a minute, big brother? <laughs> y'all, y'all a lot of people come in and out, so yeah. Yeah, I guess these people don't woo. But yeah, man, I ain't, I ain't feel like they were weird to come and rape the soil and just go and woo. I kind of want to get a good feel of the culture a little bit. So I'm out here in Atlanta for a couple weeks, man, just vibing. Okay. You know, doing a lot of different stuff with the music, you know. Good looks, you know how they go. Yeah. How do you like working here compared to back at home in Houston? I feel like Atlanta really the cousin of Houston, truth be told. Like, and I and I got that confirmation from a lot of my Atlanta, my Atlanta homeboys. Like, they like, I ain't gonna lie, bro, we damn it just like y'all. Like, it's so similar. The only difference is it's more people doing things along the lines of the music and entertainment type stuff. All right, in Houston, we got bottle girls, woo woo, they might got more in Atlanta. If in Houston you got niggas trying to rap, make it out the hood, you might got more in Atlanta. So it's it's like Houston on steroids when it comes to certain stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what's life like in Houston these days, man? Man, the H crazy, bro. Like, it's really, even though I'm saying all this live shit about the A, man, in my head and my heart, bro, can't no fuck with my city, man. My city, 
where is it, bro? Like the most beautiful women you can find, I feel like, is in Texas. So you know how that go. It's cloudy and then you might have certain people focus on the wrong shit that don't even, you know, it's rumor full, just like any popping city, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it'd be a lot of that, a lot of talk with it, a lot of bullshit going on here and there, but the hood, the hood, everywhere you go, I'm from there, so it's regular. Yeah. Yeah, the Houston, to sum it all up, bro, everybody working hard and some niggas in a way, some niggas trying to make a way, and then you got bitches who going for both of them. <laughs> 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 okay. What part of the city are you from? I'm from the southwest side of Houston. Okay. I wish. But you know, I was born in Fifth Ward. Shout out to everybody who know that you didn't. Now you know. You dig what I mean? So shout out to Northside, man. It's mad love, mucho love for my people. I'm actually a foster child. So I was oh, really? in every every side of Houston you could think of, we didn't, you know, thugged or dwelled amongst them. We was young enough to we was so young we didn't even understand that shit, but my mama just had us here with. But I jumped off the porch out with so nine seven double O what I represent. This and then Kurtwood, this and that baby. You dick. <laughs> At what age, what did you say you jumped off the porch then? Hey, listen, brother, just as weird as I'm sitting on the motherfucking porch right here, and I could do this, that's how quick it was, brother. Like, it really wasn't no porch for the jump off for. When you think about it, like, coming up how we came up, I ain't gonna say we was thugging early, but we was around it. It wasn't no separation between the streets and my household. Like, we brought shit that went on in the streets, home on accident. You know, my little brother might be running from the laws and come to my mama house. My mama be, you know, we ain't had no hood, hood household the was. It was like my mama respected all the street shit or was in, a, in engaging in the shit. It was just like we were surrounded by it and we ain't had no men around us trying to, you know, keep that separate from our household, like I was saying. So it, it, it was really early when I jumped out of the porch, brother, because around like 15, 16, my partner started getting played with, you know what I'm saying? Like losing homies at an early age or scuffles ended up being shootouts, you know? Mm -hmm. That type of stuff was going on. We were 15, 16, so I say that's when it really got real for us in the streets, but it was never really just nice because it was like we was always up to something, bro, just trying to be kids to have fun. Like it, kids having fun, like we were hooping. And then we'll leave from hooping and want to be in the NBA all day. You feel like LeBron while you on the court. You feel like Kobe while you on the court. But as soon as you leave that, you trying to sneak in the cool cup eyes and get some laughing tablets or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we leave uh, people patio door unlock and when they leave, we hopping over. We might be pulling your car door right quick to get some change out of You know, we was hungry. So unfortunately, but fortunately, man, the streets was always around us. But I ain't really never jump off the porch. It was just like, it was no porch to really sit on. I had to just stand up. Like once I stood up, I was in the streets. That was it. <laughs> Straight up. What was one of the biggest life lessons you learned while being out in the streets? Man, so many. It's almost hard. Nigga don't even know where to start when it comes to that brother. Like, mainly, a lot of my homeboys being incarcerated getting football numbers. What we call football numbers in our city is a number that you'll see on the football jersey. Like your favorite football player might be 99, 52, whatever number he got, you dig what I mean? My niggas got, some of my little ones got lineman numbers, yeah. Linebacker numbers and crazy shit, outrageous shit. In the, in the penitentiary of Texas right now, they stuck for a little while, you dig what I mean? So that was like an eye opener, man, seeing that them people were gonna play with us, bro. Seeing that, uh, like past the age of 18, really, it got real right before 18, like 17, 16. But 18 was when they stopped playing with us. Like, it got severe. You're going to know somebody who got 10 years. You're going to know somebody who got five, even all the way up to 20, unfortunately, bro. I remember I was like, 
18, you know, one of my right-hand mans got 12 years. He could have easily made me a co-defendant. You know, I ain't going to get all into that, but he took it to the chin like a man. And, you know, you just feel so lucky when people around you. Not even just lucky, you just feel so fortunate when niggas around you getting hit with these numbers and, 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 and you still out here to say free them. It's like, man, a nigga, something got to give. You know, I got to change the play up some way, somehow. I ain't want to just, you know, keep doing the shit that was getting all my brother and them locked up. So I learned that, like, Anything you do over and over and expect different results, you know you crazy. You want something you ain't never had, you gotta do something you ain't never did. So that's what I did. I kinda changed my play up a little bit. That's what the streets taught me. Just adjust no matter what. Yeah, real shit, man. Yeah. And how thankful, how blessed do you feel that you were able to switch it up and be successful in something else? I fuck with it. I like the uh I like the fact I get to feed my family, man. I like the fact that I'm here for my family. I like the fact it's people beyond my family, friends, little ones that can count on me and I'm actually the go-to guy sometimes. It's a headache because everybody don't know when. You know, when you're the strong person, who can you lean on? You dig what I mean? Nobody knows when. You know, if you're the strong, strongest person in your family or the most, you know, established person in your family, nobody know when it's the wrong time to bother you, ask you for something. And even if they trying, man, they could, they could be... They got, like, my mama don't like bothering me for certain stuff that's a necessity. But when I find out she needed something and she ain't asked me, that even hurt me a certain way. So it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's always a conflict when you grow on, man. It's almost like you got crabs in a bucket, niggas that don't want you to grow because y'all was on the same level at one point and they see you, you advancing in life. And, you know, a lot of people just not used to change, bro, and they don't respect it. You know what I'm saying? And you moving. You don't care what come with you going up. If you got a change to go up for the better, as long as you change for the better, that's cool. But a lot of people don't even like people to change at all. So, man, it's complicated when you when you when you when you change for better, but it's a blessing because a nigga, like I say, able to do for so many people and, and knock those down, you know, help my brothers that's incarcerated with 20 years, 40 years, 50 years. They got baby mamas out here that's hungry as we speak. You know, they got kids out here that's hungry as we speak. And, you know, to be a helping hand there now, then man, I feel like it's an honor. Yeah. It's a responsibility and an honor, man. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. So how long you been making music now? It was, y'all niggas don't know the story. I ain't gonna put a fake like a nigga been fucking with music. I was a young boy, but like actually recording the Yola. It's been about three, four years. Okay. Yeah. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Dropping music has been about three years. Actually recording almost four. Okay. Naturally. So what had inspired you to start recording and start putting out some music yourself? What inspired a young nigga, uh, just regular hood shit. Like every day, my homies believing in me. Like, boy, you could really rap. I'm on the block, really freestyling since we was yay high. Niggas knowing that I've been had something. Like, every time I rap, bro, people always took me serious. Like, my dogs from the corner, uh, whether we was at a cafeteria at school, beating on the table rapping, I was always somebody, everybody was like, oh yeah, he really, really, you know. And then it would be a little female in the cut, like, oh, okay, like how people a little bit feeling my stilo, like just insinuating I'm that guy, you know. So once <laughs> I see all that, I'm just like, I'm like, man, look, I hear y'all, you know what I'm saying? I start hearing the, all right, you can rap, you can rap, you can rap. And then, like you real, like I say, niggas start getting locked up. And I start going to jail back to back, different things going on, you know, even, 
a lot of little ones passing, bro, all that influenced my effort to want to do something different, man. And the music was was my differentiation from just being an average hood nigga on the corner all day every day. I feel like the music gave me the the, the structure, the discipline, the motivation, the, the shit, the passion. Like I wouldn't really just I felt numb, man. Growing up in the where I grew up, bro, in the in the, in the, in the trenches, like where it get treacherous, Brody. And then moving everywhere, like we weren't in one hood. A lot of niggas just from one hood, one block. Okay, cool. You know, I done lived in 10 hoods in my city, 10 different hoods in my city. So that makes shit a little different, my nigga. I done seen different demographics. I done seen a hood on a slow day. I done seen a hood on a fast day. I done seen bloodshed on the block and it's hot for everybody. I done seen innocent people be affected by these things. So, you know, uh, the music led to me just understanding that, you know, you gotta feel for something other than what you're surrounded by. You gotta manifest. You gotta see things that you ain't never necessarily thought you'd see. You gotta go see what LA look like. You gotta go see what Atlanta look like. You gotta go vibe and travel, see more life. Music just influence more life, bro. Coming from the hood, bro, you be none. Like I know me, bro. Me and my guys, we really ain't had too much passion about nothing but what we was doing every day. We're all being there, trying to eat, make sure we eat, smoking. Shooting dice, whatever we doing, it was it was it was vibes from the block, and then when we got vibes elsewhere, it, it, it just felt bigger, bro. So that's what we on now. You dig what I mean? Yeah. That's, I did the same thing a hundred times over in the hood. That shit fun, but that shit that shit play played out. You dig <laughs> what I mean? I'm trying to go up, man. Naturally. What's your thoughts on the rap game right now? It's cool. I I, I like I like the fact it's getting back competitive. You know, it's 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 more like if yo like you might see, shout out say cheese, they always posting here and there like whoever sell X Y Z amount of uh, copies they first week. Woo -woo. When I see stuff like that, that motivate me because I feel like once I got shit on the shelf, it'll be a a, a blessing to see. You know, it'll it'll be a, a motivational thing to see what my shit doing compared to the next woo woo. And if I'm down, I need to step it up and get hungry again. Like everybody on some you know competition shit. Sometimes it's friendly, sometimes it's not. It's unfortunate when it's a lot of shit going on. Like, man, niggas is dying here today. So this shit real. This ain't no, you know, this ain't no friendly sport or nothing like that. But I respect it because at the end of the day, that's what make it real. That's real life. You know, we come from where niggas die every other day as it is. So when you look at the, the music industry and see that in that still, it make you realize, man, it ain't that far from the streets. It's real life. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's an opportunity that you got to take take advantage of and it's 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 things that you you know you gotta you can't you can't let the glitz and the glamour drown you you can't let the cool points of the notoriety the pets on the back the street clout none of that shit drown you bro the rap game is like what you put in is what you get out from what i see bro you can become something in it bro it's like walking in a a a a, a, a door and saying do i want to be one of the biggest bosses to ever come out of my city or do I want to be one of the biggest goons to rap about all the fuck shit I used to do? Or can I be a mixture of both? Okay, let me see what consequence come with doing both. And you're going to see it up front. If it ain't for you, it ain't for you. You got to know when to move along. And uh, if it's working, you know what I'm saying? I ain't saying change for it, Brody. No no type of rap shit. I'm just saying at the end of the day, do what work. You know, do what makes sense for you and your people now. You know, being a real nigga is being a realistic nigga. You dig what I mean? So... In our reality, it ain't cool for a nigga that's in a better position to be on the block 24-7. You can play that corner all you want, but if you ain't pulling up the hood nobody, 
or give some money to your loved ones, break somebody off, make sure shit is good and in order. What you doing out there on the corner all day and day? You know, it's a balance, bro. So I respect what the rap is. It's really just a, man, it's so crazy, bro. Like like the rap, the, the industry right now is so crazy, bro. And it, it's fucked up, bro, but it is still an honor, my nigga. Yeah. For sure. So what's the music scene like back at home right now, man? Seems like a lot of people in Houston going up. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, niggas is working, brody. I ain't gonna lie, Houston on fire right now. We the energy capital, ain't the real nigga capital. I don't kill nobody saying. <laughs> yeah, the naturally said that, I'm talking about, our city is like this, brother. We got a little bit of everything you go. I think they just named us like the most diverse city in America, some shit like that recently, bro. Like, I ain't know that, but living in Houston, you gonna feel that, cause you go to different sides, our shit's so big, you go to this side, it's something different. You go to this side, there's something else going on. Like, it's, it's, it's jambalaya, bro. So you got a nigga over here on the north side of Houston with a whole different sound you ain't think you could associate with a nigga like me that's from out west. Or you might got a, 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 a homie like, from, from, from Third Ward in Houston that sound totally different. You know, we relate because we got similar stories, but he sound totally different from somebody from where's where I'm from. This and that, A-Leaf, you dig what I mean? Out West. And we tell the same similar stories, like I say, but it's a different rhythm. It's a different cadence. It's a different vibe to it. And I just love it because Houston got so many different flavors and we all coming with that oomph. Every hood got his own oomph. You feel what I'm saying? Like, my side, we coming. Like, we them young niggas. Like, on my side, it's the most, like, out of every hood in Houston, bro, Shout out Amy, shout out the Southwest man. You're gonna credit me. You're gonna credit certain other niggas that came, you know, before us. Shout out the big homies, man. I'm paying homage to Max O's and a couple Travis Scott. I don't care who you talking about. A lot of G's and respectful niggas that made some money out of the music industry that's from like the west side of Houston or the southwest side of Houston. What they did was domino effect and motivate young niggas like me to come along. And then I motivated niggas near my age to come on. And now I ain't gonna lie, my hood got the most young niggas rapping or the most young niggas trying to be somebody, you feel me? It ain't never been like that for us. Like, it ain't never, bro. It's some new shit, it's some new ways shit that feel good, bro. Houston on fire, yeah. naturally. What impact or influence would you say Houston has had on the rap game, you know, today? Man, we always influence the whole culture. I don't care what nobody say. Bro, Houston, if you, if you ain't take something from a Houston icon or legend, you're not even participating in hip hop culture right now, bro. Like, we all within this shit. You can't even duck Houston's culture or Houston's presence in hip hop. You dig what I mean? From lean to candy cars to not even all that old throwbacky shit. You could talk about some new shit, drip here, drip there, and all this different stuff. You can credit some niggas in Houston for popping that off. If, if they ain't come up with it, I ain't getting all into the particulars. If they ain't come up with it, cool. If you, that's your opinion, that's cool. But at the end of the day, it's about who wore it the best. And a lot of niggas in Houston put on for things before the world even knew about them. And then the world came along and, you know, participated. So it's respect, bro. Houston, like, we got to get our respect. They, they know we're going to take it every time. Like, they know Houston on fire, bro. Mm -hmm. They know the lit read. We got some of the most beautiful women, some of the most bad women, like, but don't keep all that shit. I know y'all know these women. I ain't got to speak on them. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we got some of the baddest females in the world, and we got some of them in the game. Pay attention, man. Houston on fire. Yeah. Naturally. It's culture, man. All right, man. Dick shit, though. <laughs> So, debut project, finally on the way? Yeah, man, I ain't gonna lie, I'm finna get him some shit. I'm finna drop shit like a bird, Bertrand. For real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a title picked out? Yeah, everything natural, I'ma just say that. Okay. You dig on me? So you mentioned rapping for three years. Why did you ever put out a full project before? Man, to be honest, I'm just getting to that point to where it's, I understand things now. Simple. 
You know, when I first came into the music, come from where I came from, bro, it didn't have my undivided attention. I'm gonna keep it clear. Now, when I, when I, anytime I hit a studio, I gave the booth my all. It was never no hard time when it came to rapping, man. I don't think nobody can out-rap me in any room I walk in. I don't care who it is. And you know, I ain't saying this on no braggy, flexy shit. It's just, man, I'm gonna give it my all. A lot of people ain't gonna be willing to give what I give. I give everything to a studio, a uh, microphone, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know this is the reason I'm even existing, bro. I feel like I died and came back when I started rapping. So at the end of the day, man, my day ones, like a lot of my day ones are vouch. Like shit got different for Flowers when he started doing music. It immediately changed my life and it got better. And then in some spots it got worse, you know? It got a little more confusing and you know, now you the caretaker and now you, I've been that type of nigga, but now it's like people really expect it. People feel self-entitled. So I had to deal with all that and, 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 and really get shit on lock and make my family understand, make sure the hoods understand in my city. You know, all the politics that come with this shit before I felt comfortable dropping the project. I could have dropped project way back when, but even to the point was I ain't had no proper representation. Mm -hmm. Like I ain't had nobody showing me how to structure a body of work, put it that way. Yeah. And I had multiple records that, that, that was groundbreaking in my city or in my region, but I ain't know how to necessarily put the plot together. So everything went naturally, you know, we learned as we went, and now we feel the whoa, whoa, whoa. On the motherfucking top, I'm telling you, we going global. If you don't know that, you don't know no better. No literally. <laughs> Who are some of the producers you've been working with lately? We know you've been cooking up with Spiffy out here. My boy, man, the Spiffy man himself. Shout out my guy, man. I ain't gonna lie, Spiffy, one of the first. While we on the topic, bro, Spiffy definitely one of the first Atlanta engineers to reach, or uh, uh, producer to reach out to me. I fuck with a couple homies in Philly, man. I can't, I can't, I can't name their head off top. But besides them, I fuck with Marion Crazy in Houston. Man, so crazy in Houston. Uh, I rock with Kobe in Houston. Uh, I'm rocking with June. June made made it uh, out of Houston, man. He going crazy. He got platinum plex and stuff like that. I definitely rock with DJ XO. That's somebody I came in the game with, bro. He kept it genuine from jump. Did a lot of work with my boy coming in and shit. So, man, really every producer you would think of from, from down south, I got to get one in. Man, I even got some Zaytoven bitches. Going crazy in the stiz ass, don't nobody know about you. Dig, I mean, now y'all know it's coming, man. Naturally. What about feature wise? Have you been cooking up with anyone? Features, uh, yeah, fucking right. Like, my whole city got some, like, every side of town, my whole city know I ain't just the hardest nigga to work with. Yeah, at times I ain't really just fucking with no features and, and all that. You might not catch me how you need to, but man, you talking the right type of talk, bro, and you working for your damn self, like, I, like I'm saying, bro, Houston, no. Here and there, I got some records that's finna drop. Shout out, uh, 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 V, man, an artist that I'm working with, one of my brothers, them, you feel what I'm saying? Guapo, got a lot of work coming with him from my city, young boy going crazy. Double O shit. Shout out my motherfucking brother, another artist I work with, my blood brother, his name, Polly Wiley, you dig what I mean? They call him Polly himself. He is a double O artist as well, man. I'm doing records with my guys. And then you go back though, shit, Bloodbath, Maxo. Kenna, man, shout out everybody. I'm gonna work with everybody in my city I need to, man. Shout out all, all the niggas I can't even think of off top, but I still rock with my city, man. And in the industry, man, I fuck with, uh, I fuck with a couple people in Atlanta. You just gotta be, you probably gotta ask that question more specific. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to start. I'm, I'm, I'm cooking up shit with uh, Fire right now, Johnny Cinco, shout out, bro. Okay. Weird nigga reached out to me a long while ago, man. Solid individual. Uh, shout out every nigga in Atlanta that just embraced me, bro. I got to do some Pee Wee song. That's my boy. We gonna shoot the shit, you know what I'm saying? Couple different homies, you know what I'm saying? And everywhere, anywhere you can think of, I got, I got some shit coming. Yeah. 
Yeah, we traveling, man. Sounds like Atlanta has really embraced you, man. Yeah, they showing love, brother. I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to A, man. I'm embracing who embraced me, so this shit is starting off right, bro. I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm fucking with it. These raw niggas out here, I ain't gonna say they just like us, bro. It's a little different, but that's why I say, uh, that's why I let niggas, you know, that's, I'm from Houston, bro. So when a nigga say, oh, we like the cousin of Houston, that's like, we, we, we hold Houston dear to our heart. Everybody love where they from, so. For me to actually let her, you know, respect that somebody saying that, but well, I fuck with it nothing hard, and there's some real G's out here. So I really admire, you know, cousin them, and uh, it is what it is. I'm fucking with it nothing, brother. Yeah. You and Maxwell had some big songs, man. What was it like working with him? Fucking right. And my boy, yo, man, what it was like thugging with his mark ass. That my guy, man, I love that boy, but he crazy, man. That big brother, but his ass is crazy, like real life. But I don't even be thinking like, like he rapping the street shit and all this, other shit and it ain't really that, man. That boy really retarded. He'll risk it all at church. Like, that nigga is really crazy. Like, I love him, but, bro, working with him, cool, but not even the rap. We ain't even talking rap. What it was like living with Maxo, bro, or just thugging with him as a loved one, bro. Like, everyday shit. You know how you fight your blood, brother, growing up and shit like that? You get in arguments and shit like that? You're not going to go around Maxo and not get in an argument with him if you love him. Let's just put it that way. Because that man is crazy, bro. You love that man, you'll be in a Scuffle trying to make him feel you and shut up, nigga. Hit me. Loud kid, bro. I love you, bro. I hear you, but it ain't that, nigga. It's what I'm saying it is. You feel me? Yeah. But you know how that is. It's like that with all my bros, man. But shout out, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Any last words? Any shout outs before we wrap it up, bro? Man, the whole city. Everybody in my city working hard as could be. Shout out 9700, man. If you from Bishon and Kirkwood, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, Bishon and Baby shit, man. Shout out out west. Every hood in my city that's showing love, trying to be hungry, go and grow, nigga. Shout out all the real niggas in the nation. Nine seven double O. Gang, double, bang. Naturally. Pull up by that pressure, put you on a stretch. I'm back on that issue. For the shit on these niggas, as soon as I see them, they might need some tissue. Hi, I'm Allie Raisman. I've been living with migraine for a while. As an athlete and gymnast, I was taught to just power through the pain. Now I use Ubrelvi or Ubrojapan to treat my migraine attacks. As soon as I feel a migraine attack, I take Ubrelvi, which provides me with quick relief. Once I get relief, I go on with my day. I'm partnering with Ubrelvi to share my migraine story. Ubrelvi quickly stops migraine in its tracks within two hours without worrying where you are. Most people had quick pain relief within two hours. Ubrelvi treats migraine attacks in adults and is not for prevention. It's available by prescription only. Do not take Ubrelvi with strong CYP3A4 inhibitors. Tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take. Most common side effects are nausea and tiredness. My hope is that by sharing my migraine story and the relief I get from Ubrelvi, it can help someone else. Ask your doctor about Ubrelvi, the anytime, anywhere migraine medicine. Learn more at ubrelvy.com or call 844-4-U-B-R-E-L-V-Y. Sponsored by AbbVie. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.